Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson and this is Yeah Think. Oh, it's good to talk to you again this morning. And today we're going to be talking about Are you comfortable? Are you comfortable? That's how I say it, comfortable. I leave out the or. Comfortable. Okay, well that's the word. Anyway, are you comfortable? And we don't want to know uh, uh, if you're laying down right now, you're sitting in your rocking chair. Uh, a lot of times when you think of a man being comfortable, he's laying in the couch and his wife's out in the kitchen doing all the work. Uh, that's not the comfortable we want to know about. We want to know about the comfortable that is comfortable in Christ. Matthew 26, 40 says, And he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep. Imagine that. And saith unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Now, I'm not asking if your seat is okay. And neither am I referring to how much money you might have. I'm referring to whether you are comfortable with Christ. Are you comfortable with with the relationship. You know, I think Peter was a little bit too comfortable when they slept. Christ was looking for someone to back him up, maybe maybe pray or something. Uh, certainly give him uh, a little support in what he was going through. Are you comfortable with the work? Do you do the work that you need to do? Imagine joining a club and when you went, you did nothing. You did not participate in anything. And you certainly did not take part in their fundraisers or work in society, such as feeding, clothing, or housing the poor. How long do you think you would be a member there? That's right, they'd throw you out in a heartbeat. But what if you were able to stay, even though you had no part of it, and then you died? What would they say about you? That you were a great asset to the club? Nah, more like he, he or she lies, worthless. They did nothing. Matthew twenty-six forty says, And he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What, could you not watch with me one hour? I can imagine how sad Jesus was knowing his people weren't backing him up. When we join the club or become saved, there's a certain amount of expectation by the Lord. He said to his disciples, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Remember, Jesus was a man. He was in total agony. He did not ask his disciples to die in his place. He asked them to watch. Perhaps he meant to watch for the soldiers to come, but I doubt it. I believe he meant to wait for him, to be there for him, to perhaps pray for him. Even though they loved him, they fell asleep and he was deeply saddened. Therefore, Matthew seven twelve says, All things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Do you love the Lord? you want the Lord to do things for you? Well, do the same for Him. Do the same. Do everything you can for Him. If they apply this verse, 
They would have held him up in prayer. They would have stayed awake. How would you feel? Belonging to God, we are not here to work, eat, sleep, and watch TV or live on our cell phones. We have duties as Christian followers. Now, we certainly can do all those things, but our first watch is Jesus' watch. There are many who go to church, read the Bible. Notice I didn't say study the Bible. They're only reading it. Even put something in a collection, and they never knew God, and he never knew them. Matthew 7, 21 says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name cast out devils, in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. How would you recognize a garbage man or a doctor or a taxi driver? It's easy, right? The garbage man's going along with his garbage truck or comes home dirty and a doctor, he's got that doctor's coat and that, uh, what do you call it, the stethoscope around his neck or a taxi driver, maybe in his taxi. How would you recognize a Christian? Ah, different, huh? The Bible says in Matthew 7, 20, Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. By their fruits. What they do. What they produce. Remember when Jesus cursed the fig tree? He saw the tree full of leaves. But when he got there, there was no fruit. That's how many are. They look good, dress good, know all the songs and sayings. But Jesus said, I never knew you. Jesus said in Matthew 25, 42, For I was a hungered and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you took me not in. Naked you clothed me not, sick and in prison, and you visited me not. Only you know your relationship with Christ. Do you try to get out of things you don't like but are called to do? Do you hold back on giving? And that's one of the worst things uh, about Christians. They're cheap. All right? Do they support their church? Do they support Christians uh, doing missionary work? When you go on vacation, the church doesn't go with you. So you have to remember to give when you're not there. If you're in a family, and the father and mother goes away someplace and leaves the kids behind. They're going to make sure they have food and clothing and they pay the rent and whatever. Matthew twenty-five forty-five says, Then he should answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. Rather, this should be you. Matthew twenty-five forty. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. Much better, huh? You remember the story of the Good Samaritan, and I won't go through the whole thing, but it was the priests and the uh, 
and the Levite that walked around him. In other words, they took the easy path so they wouldn't have to do anything. Maybe they looked the other way when they were walking. So nobody would think, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't even see him. But the truth of the matter is, they didn't want to do the job. And those priests and Levites, they're like people today who don't do what God wants them to do. They just leave it up to somebody else to do. Have you done that in your life? You knew the church needed somebody to do this or that or the other thing, and you just threw it up in the air, walked away so somebody didn't call on you. We have a we have a thing in church here. We uh, call on people to do testimonies, and they should say what happened during the week. You know, good, bad, and different. Just share with us. And as I look around the room, you see heads go down, turn sideways, look up in the air, as to avoid my gaze. They should know better. That's the first ones I call on. Do not try to get out of something. It's no way that God blesses people that keep avoiding the work, the job. We are to serve God in any respect. How about giving money? Here, here's one. A lot of people will give money. And if they give a lot of money, they hold it up in the air as they're giving it and try to make everybody see that they gave it. And then if they're only giving a little bit, they'll crumple that bill up real small and don't let anybody see what they put in. How about that? You ever go to a store, maybe a, a, a bake shop or something, a coffee shop, and they have a tip jar there. And you won't put that tip jar in until the person is looking at you because you want them to acknowledge that you gave. Do you need acknowledgement in everything you do? Do you need God to, to tell you uh, give you a bonus every time you do something that's ridiculous and yet God sees every time you do something and God will reward you according to what you do anytime you see a politician you'll see the same thing they'll shake what they do up in the air many times they're not even doing what they're shaking up in the air but it's all a game it's all a show so you could think how wonderful they are. Here's a, here's a classic example of I never knew you. What do you say to your politicians this year? I never knew you. Don't tell me you did this or that and the other thing. What has changed because of you? Where were the fruits of your administration? And then you turn around and you say, there were none. So be gone. I never knew you. That's what it means why I never knew you. Don't bother with me anymore. No, 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 no. You are not worthy of my gaze. So if you want to be comfortable, be comfortable in the Lord, doing his work, serving him, and he'll be making you feel as great as possible. Let's end this thing on a short note, uh, saying, Lord, please encourage these people to do what they're supposed to do. Let them be the men and women of God that you have called them to be. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if you want to get in touch with me, 
have something to say, uh, email me at 7101 at USA.net. That's 7101 at USA.net. God bless you and to, uh, I'll see you next week.